0: Pick your class and then your battle points.
1: Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 185 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. And in this episode, we have a ton to go over because we're going over the full details on the Age of Rebellion, as well as our thoughts on the content that was added. Let's get started. (laughs) Let's get started with a brief overview of what was added to Battlefront 2. In this update, we have original trilogy content on co-op which includes seven total locations. We have two new reinforcements in the form of Ewok Hunter and ISB Agent. We've got four new blasters. Yes, we now have blast new blasters in the game, as well as four capital ships for co-op and hero improvements, AI upgrades, and two new heroes versus villains maps. Let's jump into this crazy amount of content by going over some of your responses to... This gigantic update. Nova at NovaCore Joe. I like all of it. Personally, this may be my favorite update thus far, but of course, this kind of update couldn't exist without all of its predecessors. Leia's my favorite lightside hero. Her upgrades sound awesome. New reinforcements look great too. ISB melee looks so cool. And he says they made all of the changes to Leia that he wanted. And then friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling, says, Good morning, gents. I hope you're both very well and looking forward to your trip. Because we're going to London, Inverness, and Dublin. Just a quick note about the latest update. And he says, WOW with, it's all caps, Three exclamation points! This is just what the game needed. I've not tried everything yet. Unlock three of the four blasters so far, but I'm really enjoying the game again. Co-op was already great, but the new map additions made it amongst perfect. It's such a great mode to play. I'm looking forward to trying all the new items later today. Keep well, Daniel. So Zam, what are your what are your thoughts on the
0: content added? I think it's a, it's a really solid update. Um, I really enjoy the trooper classes. I mean, um, the Ewok Hunter is a little underpowered, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like his bow could do a little more damage, and I think that's the only yeah, uh, the only change he needs. Also, I find the ISB agent does a little less damage than I would have hoped with her dual pistols.
1: I thought the same thing when I first tried her, and then as I continued playing her, it, was, it got much better. Also, can we talk about her amazing melee? Yeah, that's awesome. Like some martial arts kicks. That's the first time we've seen really any
0: different melee animations really in in that kind of terms because we, we have right, got like arms like and legs we've had like the ewok hunter does the spear I mean there's the, there's a uh, commando variations. droid i think the k spy just has he has like the melee ability yeah but like the first leg action they're like it doesn't smooth. do any more damage does it i didn't i couldn't test i couldn't get close enough to anyone
1: um it's faster It's much faster than like a regular melee and in the little, in the amount of time that I was able to play her, it seemed to be faster. Otherwise, haven't had a chance to mess with the weapons yet. I just,
0: when I play the game, I don't really focus on weapons as much as I should. I really need to devote some time and figure out what works because really whatever's on there I use.
1: (laughs) So uh, on the topic of weapons, we have four of them. The E11D, which is a medium-range blaster rifle. We have the DL-18, the T21, and the cycler rifle. And all of these are uh, unlocked through defeating 50 enemies in co-op to the respective classes. The E11D is for the assault class. The DL-18 is for the officer. The T21 is for the heavy, and then the cycler rifle is for the specialist. What, what are your thoughts on the, the strategy for unlocking them? I know there have been a couple people that have been like, man, this is really great, and then there have been a couple people that are... The majority of what I've heard is this is great, but there have been a uh, small subset of people who weren't that happy that they had to do co-op. I am a huge fan of co-op, so I didn't mind it. In the least. First off, the Cyclot rifle is back. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was one of my
0: favorite. I mean, when it came out it was really overpowered in Battlefront 2015 and they kinda changed it, but that was uh that was a really cool weapon. Definitely gonna need to unlock that and try it out. I'm not the biggest fan of the specialist class, to be honest, but maybe this will make me want to play I like the specialists on um like the more open maps like Hoth or Crate. Now all we need is that pulse cannon for the specialist Oh, yeah. Yes. Um. As far as the unlocking, I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I like co-op mode, so it doesn't really affect me. But I I like it because as you're branching out, maybe not used to playing this, kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I'm always a fan of the challenges. Give it a little more playability and kind of have some sort of goal you can set, which is always nice in a game for sure.
1: Definitely. The only problem I have with the cycle rifle is the amount of damage it does. From what I've heard, it does about 149 damage on headshot and then less on the body, which is very weird because of how strong it was in original Battlefront 2015. Um, I would have loved to see the headshot to do all of the damage, to be able to, head, to be able to headshot them.
0: Right. Yeah. What's the point of
1: really playing
0: a sniper if you can't like get one shot so It's kind of like the thing you're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and it's so hard to get a headshot, especially like way across the map Reward so you the should be people. rewarded with <laughs> an auto kill. It's not like it's that big of a deal either. I mean, you're not one-shotting heroes or troopers. And obviously, um maybe you just one-shot the officer, not necessarily have to you know one-shot the tankier classes, yeah. but I don't know this car- this class is kind of a little bit underpowered compared to the other ones, so I mean, give it that little edge on that that specific weapon. Yeah. Overall,
1: I love the additions. Um we've unlocked two of them so far. So you played for a couple hours a day, you played for some a couple hours a day just to, to get the full experience. Um but we haven't unlocked all of them quite yet. I th- I do think that the specialist will be the one that's going to take the longest just because of the gameplay style of the specialist isn't completely suited for speedy kills but I, I love that they've added new weapons this is something that ba- we as battlefront fans have been wanting for a while it's something that they from launch said that they would would be getting but it has taken this long to get them but I'm so glad that they finally did it and I'm glad that they've They've done it in this way, where we get some of our fan favorites from Battlefront 2015. Cycler Rifle is very well known. I love the DL-18 in uh, Battlefront 2015. Uh, most of these are single shot, which is kind of annoying for a guy that likes to, to spam, the sh- spam the shots. And we can go um, a little bit into the maps. I'm really, really pumped to talk about the original trilogy maps on co-op. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's jump into co-op. And then we'll get into our thoughts on the hero changes as well as the new reinforcements.
0: Right. It feels, I mean, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm kind of a little tired of the prequel maps, to be perfectly honest. It feels, it felt so nice to be on indoor, mm-hmm. and the map feels, the transition's really nice. Um, it seems, it just seems all new. The
1: gameplay of Capital, S- or now called Supremacy works so well across all of the maps now like even on a map that i wouldn't necessarily think it would work super well on which is being java's palace it works amazingly like i thought that would have been too small of a map for co-op but i love it right and i played on indoor and that was
0: that was really nice and such a different level of gameplay within each map which is nice mm-hmm. starting in the forest which is you know its own it's kind of close quarters but not yeah. and then you transition into the um almost going underground, which is really open, and then you go underground, which is super close quarters. Really excited for the original trilogy content. We've gotten all this prequel love, so it's nice to see some original trilogy love too.
1: Yes, I'm really glad. I played co-op on uh, on Supremacy, a, a ton on the prequel trilogy maps like we all did, and then I got really sick of it, so I went to smaller game modes. But man, I am so glad that they added it to the sequel trilogy and now the original trilogy. It's added such a great gameplay gameplay style, I guess. I'm a huge fan of those original trilogy maps. Some of them aren't my favorite. Hoth I'm not a huge fan of uh, in Battlefront 2. In Battlefront 2015, I was a huge fan of that map. But for some reason, the the Hoth in this game doesn't capture me that much. But even on Hoth, I was having a fun time. Just, it's just nice
0: to see some some love to the original trilogy and it feels new when it really isn't but co-op is such a solid game mode the AI is phenomenal mm-hmm. for, for what previously was there <laughs> um, yeah just a lot of fun with the um, just the options of you know clicking which faction which trilogy or um, era would you would like yeah a lot of fun on uh, co-op probably my favorite game mode right
1: now definitely yeah it's co-op is my favorite in the game right now, just because it's it's super easy to jump into a game, you don't need a whole lot of people to play, and because you don't have a whole lot of people to play, it's much more personal in a way. Um, when you get into the game, you get to... It really feels like you're taking on the Empire when you're playing on the Rebellion. Right, because you do have your companions,
0: but I mean, really, it's just you four kind of taking on the entire army mm-hmm. because they don't really... You're. You know, AI companions don't really have a sense of the objective, really.
1: (laughs) So, really, got to take into your own hands. They they try their best. They try. Yeah. So, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm so glad that they added it. Now, let's go on to the amazing surprise release of the reinforcements in this update. So, originally, we we just knew that it was going to become we're going to be getting uh, original trilogy co-op coming, and changes to the heroes. And then this comes out and they're like, oh yeah, we also have uh, Ewok Hunter and the ISB agent. We mentioned it early on in the episode, but man, man, those are some great, great reinforcements. Very interesting gameplay. The, um, the original trilogy now has a dual wielding type reinforcement, which is great having the, the contrast of the uh, prequel trilogy reinforcement and the ARC trooper. Yeah, I mean, there was.
0: It's kind of implied that they they should have added the Ewok hunter a while back because they already had everything set up. I just didn't know how it it would equate to like the big games, but I mean, also it's also a different class, you know, a different play style from it is the... A-
1: and I hope they add that into the Ewok hunt the bows the bows yes <laughs> it would be cool also something i was super scared of, super scared about when they announced it the the first thing i had on my mind will was will i be able to play these will I be able to play the ewok hunter on maps other than indoor and in co-op yes you can you can play the ewok hunter on death star you right. can play him wherever you want to and i would love i i want to give a shout out to the dice team to for putting gameplay over uh canonicity and the idea that oh my gosh this ewok jumped on a ship and then flew to the death star i love that yeah it's a
0: lot of fun i haven't really had that much fun playing a reinforcement in a while i mean there's like we said previously there's some fixes that he needs to have specifically he could definitely do some more damage because he has the auto aim default defaulted if you it kind of like has a crosshair that yes. follows the troopers.
1: So let's break down their abilities real quick. Ewok Hunter's primary weapon is uh, its hunter bow, which is dual firing modes. When the bow uses its default zoom, no zoom, uh, it will pick out targets for you to fire at, similar to Lando's dead eye ability. And then when zoomed in, you have manual control, and the longer you draw the the arrow, so the longer you hold the Left the the right trigger, it charges it up kind of like a charge blast. On paper, it, it sounds really good, but man, is it super finicky when you when you zoom in. It is, and it's
0: really it seems really slow. I mean, it is a bow. I mean, we're used to lasers, it's but very, still, it's very accurate. It should one to shot a troopers because it's a big effort
1: to land it on someone. It should definitely do more damage. Something that a lot of people in the community that I've seen. a uh, is the want for it to go through shields, and I think that would be an amazing change to the gameplay.
0: Yeah, because that's supposed to you know protect energy based weapons, so this technically shouldn't be affected by it, and it gives him some sort of edge because right now mm-hmm. he's just kind of there. He doesn't have any specific strengths against any um, one class or um, hero. But I mean it's a really good start. I'm I'm liking the diversity in this
1: too. Definitely. And it's such a surprise character. Like I woke up I so the the update info always drops like right when I wake up around there. Um, maybe like an hour to thirty minutes before I wake up. I checked my notifications and <laughs> I see the Ewok Hunter. I'm like Hmm. I didn't see any like information on it. It was just Ewok Hunter coming to Battlefront. And I was like, is this a hunter that fights Ewoks? And then I, I open it up and there we go. We have an Ewok available to play in Battlefront in all of the maps.
0: Yeah, like I, I said before, I would like to see it in Ewok Hunt the game mode. Do you know how the um, troops can get an upgrade on their weapons and their flashlight? Uh-huh. It could be like if they get a certain amount of kills they get upgraded to the bow or maybe there's power-ups that they can, and a certain amount of people can be the Ewok Hunter. I think that'd be really cool. It's an Ewok, why wouldn't it be in that game mode?
1: So they have three abilities like you would expect. They've got the primary weapon, uh, they also have Valiant Horn, Blowing the horn will not only improve their attacks but will also grant them additional damage resistance. Be warned though, while Valiant Horn is active, the Ewok Hunter will constantly appear on enemy scanners. Yeah, that's a pretty good ability, I wish it had less startup time. I mean, he is blowing a horn, but still, like, you're extremely vulnerable when that happens. (laughs) They also have their trusty Wisties pouch. Bring a little bit of indoor with you, no matter which battlefront you're on, and throw these fierce fire sprites toward a nearby enemy to disrupt and inflict burn damage to them. Activate Hunter's Instinct, and the Ewok Hunter will draw upon their natural instincts, allowing them to uncover and single out weakened opponents. So those are their three abilities.
0: I mean, his abil- abilities are really good. It's just his primary weapon. needs mm-hmm. a little bit of tweaking, but, I mean, the the wisties are extremely effective and annoying on people. The the horn, I mean, the start-up time, like I said, is a little, little rough, but, I mean, it's a really good ability, and the middle star
1: card's really good, too. Definitely. Moving on, we've got the ISB Agent, providing the Empire with their first opportunity of a dual-wielding character. Oh my. So they are armed with two RK-3 blasters. The ISB Agent is skilled in intelligence-gathering and close combat, working tirelessly to root the Empire's enemies out the three abilities are the assault training ability while active the ISB agent will benefit from increased sprint speed during which she gains an overall damage reduction that is a great move for going in and out of combat Uh, activate that before trying to go capture in a point and then when you are taking a lot of damage you can quickly run out of there locating enemies of the empire is made easier thanks to the imperial intel ability Once activated, the ISB agent will scan the nearby area to reveal the four closest enemies. The number of enemies revealed will be increased by defeating more while it's active, up to a total of 10. Then her final ability is Double Your Effort. And it empowers nearby allies by regenerating their base health. It can only be used if there is an ally in range.
0: As far as these two reinforcements go, their abilities are really good. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not one ability that I'm like, um, it's kind of useless, which we have seen in the past. Um, the reveal, the reveal um ability on the ISB agent, kind of quick to resolve once you see the four enemies, but it does the trick. Well, also pulses. Yeah, but they disappear for a little while, and it's kind of confusing, at least for the random AI movement and co-op. <laughs> I, I I haven't checked her star cards, but is there one that ups the time? I doubt it, though.
1: Well, it's under the infiltrator uh, class, okay. so mm-hmm. those star cards are kind of like the. Uh, basically blanket star cards. I've always been a fan of abilities that reveal enemies, especially on game modes like co-op where it really matters to know where your uh, enemies are. And this ability is no exception. It's it's great to know where uh, you're getting attacked from. So the seven maps that you can play co-op on are Yavin, Death Star 2, Endor, Hoth, Tatooine, Tessel, and Jabba's Palace. They're also adding a capital ship co-op. With Supremacy, we have created a number of capital ships, the Venator, Dreadnought, MC-85 Star Cruiser, and the First Order Resurgent Class Star Destroyer. In February, we start the process of bringing these ships into co-op, meaning they will be standalone maps for you to attack and defend, starting with the Republic Venator and the Separatist Dreadnought. I haven't been able to jump in these quite yet because I've just been focusing on the original trilogy. But I'm very much looking forward to that because that was, like I have said before, my highlight of Capital Supremacy when it was Capital Supremacy were those capital ships. I love the gameplay in those and the the designs are fantastic. I can't wait until we get the uh, sequel trilogy ships in there. So with this update, we got a ton of hero changes. One in particular was the highlight for me and many in the community, and that is Leia. Leia got an absolute metric ton of changes. Because they're such a big deal, I want to go through and just touch on what's been changed. So the start damage increased from 32 to 36. The end damage increased from 17 to 19. Increased damage falloff start distance from 5 to 20. Increased damage falloff end distance from 10 to 40. They reduced the recoil and reduced the spread of blaster fire. In addition to the above modifications, we're also implementing changes to her shield, which now also heals friendly forces within it for 5 health every second this ability is insane it is so good it's really effective for capturing command posts which i think is why they added it like this It's also really good for when you are taking a lot of damage, just to pump that down and start regening health. Rounding out the changes to Leia is the change to her Flash Grenade, which is being replaced by Thermal Detonators. Leia will have the ability to throw three Thermal Detonators, which explode after 0.85 seconds. This ability will then enter cooldown once all three detonators have been thrown. Due to the above changes, some tweaks are being made to her Star Cards. Blinded, is now become fearless. The blast radius of thermal detonators in is increased, and blinding reveal is now handy device. The cooldown of thermal detonators is reduced. Chewbacca also has bowcaster improvements, and I'm gonna put improvements in quotation marks there because I'm not a huge fan of it. Chewie's bowcaster will be receiving a set of tweaks and improvements within the aim and make- making everyone's favorite Wookiee more efficient against troopers while also missing fewer shots. Scoped one powerful shot. That would allow Chewbacca to be more efficient at long distance. And the non-scope, the three bolts are grouped in a triangle formation. This has been much harder for me to get used to than I thought it would have been. I don't like it. Just the way that I used the weapon really benefited the, the wider scope. Yeah, because the, the strategy was to
0: do the splash damage on the ground and you could hit multiple enemies like that. I don't even think he was necessarily supposed to be like a dead eye shot. I mean, in the movies, he kind of was, but... Yeah, I mean, especially since, in The Force Awakens. <laughs> I mean, since the, the previous Battlefront, this is how the bowcaster has been played. Yeah. So, you know, that's like five years worth of
1: this. <laughs> yeah, being trained. Um. It, I don't like how it looks visually. Um. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll get used to it, uh, but just right off the bat, it's difficult for me to get used to Um, and then while using fury's bowcaster scoped five bolts in a cross tighter than not scoped and then non-scoped five bolts in a larger circle that's been the hardest for me to get used to when i'm using those abilities because that was the ability i would use when i'm facing darth vader and i did face darth vader and was not able to be as successful as i once was so while he may be better for the troops he's not that great against darth vader Auto player Updates. January made an update to our auto players to allow them to play as joinicas in both co-op and instant action. In February, the auto players will be updated further as they will now be able to use vehicles. Furthermore, auto players to instant action will now be able to play as friendly heroes. This means that you'll be able to run into battle side by side with some of your favorite heroes. We're also implementing auto player squads within instant action, allowing you to squad up with the AI. Yeah, that's really cool. Those changes are great. There, I've actually had the chance to fight alongside a team where some of them were the AI heroes, and it was actually really great. I like this change uh, because it makes a lot of sense. The, the other team previously was able to get the AI troopers to play the heroes, but on your team, if you weren't playing the heroes... They weren't being used, and now that changes is great. Something for fans of heroes versus villains. Uh, the MC eighty five Star Cruiser and the Resurgent class Star Destroyers are now coming as playable maps, and then they also have uh, made map layout changes to both Geonosis and Yavin Four. I haven't played on those maps yet, but again, like I said, the MC eighty five is probably my favorite star Destro- my my favorite capital ship there, possibly my favorite map if it was classified as a map. Um, The Wookiee Warrior, Imperial Rocket Trooper, and Rocket Jump Trooper are all receiving updated appearances. The new appearances will become the default look for each of them, with the previous default available as an unlocked option to choose from. Troopers are also getting updated accordingly. The Imperial Death Trooper will receive the E-11D Blaster Rifle, the Rocket Trooper will be equipped with the E-11 for improved combat efficiency, and the Jump Trooper will use an A-280C for automatic fire.
0: Yeah, play the Death Trooper and that weapon is a lot better. I really like the more accurate, powerful weapon with like the burst. It's not a burst, but like a one bolt at a time. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a spray and pray weapon yeah. originally, which I'm a bigger fan of. Kind of like the one bolt shots and takes some accuracy. So mm-hmm. definitely a fan of that update.
1: That's a class that I don't play that often. I probably should play more.
0: It's a lot better now that with the um the gun change. Like I actually want to play that class now.
1: Next time I play a Hofta jump in as one they've also tweaked the dual wielding functionality which will improve both the arc trooper and the isb agent both reinforcements will now play more consistently when firing the pistols they will now be automatic and moved onto a single button while power blast will become an alternate fire ability this was something that again i had a problem getting the hang of i was using the isb agent like i would the arc trooper um, trying to do the alternating fire with the left and right trigger, but that doesn't work. And I quickly learned that. FinFed in the community on Twitter was um, talking about this on Twitter, saying that he wishes that the ISP agent would stay the same, but the ARC Trooper would switch back to that firing ability. And I I'm apt to agree with that. I think that would be a good move. So that has been a... Overview of the Age of Rebellion update. Uh, Next month we are getting the Scarif addition to the game, as well as Capital Supremacy, or now Supremacy, coming to the original trilogy maps as well as Scarif. I'm super excited about that. They're going to talk more about instant action next month. Hopefully that means it will be coming out uh, and that's not going to get delayed because instant action would be, it would be sad if that was delayed, but I am super excited about the Scarif update. It's going to be the uh, landing pad 13 and it's going to be a very, very nice looking uh, sunset uh, map. I, I think it looks very nice. I know a friend of the podcast, uh, Elliot from Battlefront Updates, uh, says he hopes that um, they will have an ability, the the ability to alternate maps between like daylight and that sunset, and I think that could be cool, uh, a cool change, to switch it up a bit. Now let's hope after after these changes, now that we've gotten Capital Supremacy on all of the eras, that um, Glycotic Assault will start getting some love in terms of those new maps. Because Galactic Assault back on um, Scarif would be a great callback. That would be a really good format for that
0: certain game mode. Scarif was, is just an amazing map. That's probably my favorite, probably my favorite map from the um, previous game. It was a really solid map.
1: I am partial to the probably the solos maps, but I love Mason some Scarif. I think those, they did a fantastic job on those maps. I think that's about it for this episode of the Battlefront podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast, twitter.com slash SWB Podcast. We're also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash SWB Podcast. We're at SWB Podcast on there as well. And we're on Facebook. If you like memes, follow us on Instagram. And if you like keeping up to date on the news, keep an eye out on. From Podcast on Twitter as well as uh, Wayfinder. Definitely check out Wayfinder on Twitter and Instagram. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, like friend of the podcast, Joseph Loera, or through PayPal, PayPal.me slash tie-dye sheep. T Y E D Y E S H E E P. Like Friend of the Podcast, Daniel Schilling. Great free way to support the show is through leaving us a review on your favorite podcast app iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever there are podcasts or uh, reviews, we'd greatly appreciate it. The The most recent one that we got was so good, I had to, had to screenshot it. Uh, it's by Sblev808, and uh, it's a five-star review. It's almost like they're eating delicious food in front of me when they talk and make me want to play. And since I'm too lazy to be kept up, I just listen to this as where in the world... As for example, where in the world did the Clone Commando come from? How long has has he been in here? Plus, they shoot out great game ideas with maps and game modes and even what the community actually wants. Please bring more original trilogy content soon. We've got that now. I was reading that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Thank you so much for the review. It's greatly appreciated. Helps us out a ton.
0: Our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast.
1: We've got a lot of great topics that we'll be covering. We're recording a bunch of podcast, we're recording a couple of podcast episodes, more like um, evergreen topics uh, later this week before our trip to the UK, Scotland, and Ireland. Super, super pumped! Once we get back, we've got a lot of content planned. We've got a lot of plans in the works, and the studio is coming together uh, through a donate a very, very nice donation. We've got a lot of um, a lot of funds given to us uh, for the studio. Um, some friends of ours in in town gave us a great donation. We we got a bunch of microphones and a, a, a good amount of money for. Uh, renovation of the studio, and we're greatly appreciative uh, greatly appreciative of that. So that's coming soon, and we want to start doing live streams. We want to start getting back into making YouTube videos. We've got lots of plans. We've got partnerships coming up with the uh, with some awesome people in the community through uh, Wayfinder. So definitely keep an eye out for that. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show as well as on Spotify now. Now on Spotify. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.